And I know I haven't gave you the scripture or the text, but that's part of it up there. But goes back to what I'm saying. He, he starts off by saying he never would have made it. I don't know what he went through or what he has gone through, but one thing that I do know, that he made it. Say to God, Pastor Venice, I'm going to thank you for this opportunity to stand in your pulpit this morning. Brothers and sisters, I've come, I have came to the understanding that there's a difference of knowing Jesus than knowing about Jesus. Because if I look around, we got about 200, 150 people in here. If I was to take a toll, ask, ask the question, how many of us really know him? But see, we can say we know about him. But there's evidence if you hear on Wednesday night service or if you hear in Sunday school. In order to get to know somebody, you got to spend time with them. You have to spend time with them. Because you come to church Sunday after Sunday, week after week, year after year, been a member of whatever church for 20 and 30 years doesn't make you know. Because you sing in a choir, and you, because you sit in a congregation, or deacon on the deacon board, or usher on the usher board, or perhaps even stand in a pulpit doesn't necessarily you mean. I've came to the conclusion that people who say they know him don't really know him. Because, like I said, if you spend time with him, because men, let me talk to the men for just a second. Men, when we meet a woman, we want to know about her. We want to know how much money she got or where she work at. The truth be told, I'm just keeping it real. Where she work at, amen? And most of us, men, what we, you know, we want to high mate this woman. But all that is good. I'm not knocking to high mate this woman. That is all good, too. But sooner or later, all that beauty is going to wear out. All that beauty is going to wear out. And women, when you meet a man, from what I hear, the first thing you want to find out, how long he's been on his job. Or perhaps how much money he got in his checking account. But the question should be, do you know Jesus? The question should be, do you know Jesus? Because it's, it's a difference of knowing about him than knowing him. See, yeah, we know the works. We know the evidence. But do you really spend time with him? How many of us, you don't have to raise your hand, but if, again, if we were to ask to take a poll, how many of us spend time with him? In order to say you know about him. And because you come to church and pay your time, that doesn't necessarily mean that you know him. Brothers and sisters, I'm trying not to be so crucial, but I am trying to you to see the importance of knowing Jesus. And we turn to the book of Ecclesiastes. And where it talks about King David, chapter 1 and chapter 2. Can I teach it before I preach it? Okay, if we go to Ecclesiastes, chapter 1, verse 16. But you don't have to stand right now because that's not, I'm still in the introduction. I haven't got to the scripture. But it reads as such. It reads as such. I said to myself, this is King David speaking. I said to myself, 
Look, I am wiser than any other kings who tried, who ruled in Jerusalem before me. I have greater wisdom and knowledge than any of them. So I work hard to distinguish wisdom from foolishness. But now I realize that even that was like chasing the wind. For the greater my wisdom, the, great, the greater my gift to increase knowledge only in sense and sorrow. Ecclesiastes chapter 2, starting at 4th verse. I also tried to find me by building home, huge homes for myself and the beautiful vineyards. I made gardens and parks, filling them with the kinds of beautiful uh, uh, reservoirs to collect the water to irrigate many flourishing, flourishing groves. And he goes on to say, I collect a great sum of silver and gold, the treasure of many kings, providence. I hired wonderful, wonderful singers, both men and women, and many have beautiful concubines. I have everything a man could desire. So I became greater than any other kings who tried or who ruled in Jerusalem before me. And with it all, I remained clear I so that I could, could evaluate all these things Anything I wanted, I took. I did not restrain myself from, from any joy. I even found great pleasure in hard work as an additional reward for all my labor. But I looked at everything I had worked so hard to accomplish. It was all meaningless. It was like chasing the wind. The difference from the songwriter, Marvin Sack, that he made it, he never would have made it without him. That him, he talked about Jesus. Here is a king who had it all. He had all the riches, all the money. Today, he would be considered a millionaire, perhaps even a billionaire. But he said all of that still could satisfy his thirst. He, he still wasn't happy of what he had accomplished. See, there's a difference in knowing about a person than knowing who the person is. The difference in knowing about Jesus and knowing about what he could do. See, yes, it's a big difference. And it goes on to chapter uh, 2. It said, there, then I realized, King David came to the realization, then I realized that this pleasure is from the hand of God who can eat or enjoy anything apart from him. God give wisdom and knowledge and joy to those who please him. This man, King David, he had everything you could want. Everything you can want but he still wasn't satisfied. But he came to the realization that it was something missing, that he heard about, he knew about Jesus. Now let's go to the, the book of Matthew, which my text is coming from. Matthew chapter 16, and with you pray with me. Father, even now, have your way, have your way. Have your way, Lord. Let them not see me. Remove all the things that is not of me from you. Father, just let me focus on the cross. Let me direct them to you because that's where it starts at, at the cross. So, Father, right now we ask that you take over and let yourself be magnified, that you will be lifted up in the name of Jesus. Amen. Again, I want to acknowledge my, my pastor and my wife, Sharon. Um, 
But we go on to the book of Matthew chapter 16 and verse, uh, where we? verse 13. Matthew chapter 16, verse 13. Would you please stand in reference to the God's word? And it reads as such. When Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked the disciples, who do people say the Son of Man is? Yes. Well, they replied, some say John the Baptist, some say Elijah, and others say Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. Then he asked them again, who do you say I am? Simon Peter answered, you are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. Jesus replied, you are blessed, Simon, son of Joel, because my Father in heaven has revealed this to you. You did not learn this from any human being. Now I say to you that you are Peter. Upon this rock, I will build my church, and the gates of hell will never prevail. You may be seated. Brothers, as I was saying early on in my introduction, and the reason why I played that song to go back because Marvin Sapp, I don't know him, but I believe I had heard that he had lost his wife and he had raised his children. So how can we accomplish anything in life without Jesus? Because we read in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, it starts off, everything is meaningless. If you don't have Jesus, you don't have nothing. So you just uh, just wasting your time. But you've got to have Jesus. There's this importance... Jesus is asking a question, who do they say I am? He was asking his disciple. Mind you that Jesus picked 12 disciples and was only a few of them with him. But he goes on to say that in the beginning, who do men say I am? Now, these was his disciples. They should have known who Jesus was. And that's just evidence right there to me because you go to church and sing the choir, pay your tithes on Sunday morning and preach on Sunday morning, some perhaps, and still not knowing Jesus. You got to have a relationship. You got to know him that you know him for yourself. Because sooner or later, trouble is going to come down your way. And see, many of us want to call on Jesus when we're in, a, in a time of need. Or how many of us call him when we're on the mountaintop? But when we get in a valley, we call the name of Jesus. And see, this is the question we should be asking. Do they know Jesus? Don't settle for because, don't settle for less you, amen, you, you have to have a relationship with Jesus. I'm nervous, y'all, because this, but it's okay. I'm going to get through this. But in this sermon, we're going to find out the reason why it's important to know Jesus. And we're going to find out the, uh, uh, the how. How do I get to know Jesus? And then we're going to find out the benefit of knowing Jesus. Why do, do I know Jesus? Why is it so important for me to, lo- to love, to know Jesus? Why is it so important for me to know Jesus? Don't the word of God say, John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have an eternal life? Yes. Eternal life means we have a place where we leave from here. We have a place not made by man. Amen. That's so important to know where you're going when you leave this earth. But in order to get there, you got to believe. Yes, sir. 
Well, how do I believe? You got to know the plan of salvation. You got to know that Romans 10 and 9 said, you confess with your mouth, believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, that shall be saved. You got to know that you know for yourself. See, too many of us think because we uh, pay our tithes or because we don't do wrong that we're going to heaven. No, that's not how it works. That's not how it works. You got to believe. You got to confess Christ. You got to admit to him that you are a sinner. Because the truth of the matter is, we all have sinned and came short of his word. Yes, sir. From the pulpit to the door. Yes, you have to believe, you have to know that when you're going from this earth, you got a place eternal that made by God and only by God. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So that's another, that's number one reason why it's so important. And number two, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 3 talks about Christ died for our sin. Don't you know that he loved us so much that he died? Yes, sir. How many people you know, how many people you know would give their only begotten son that we may live? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Think about that. Would you give your only begotten son for your neighbor? No. Some of us wouldn't even give it for our parents. But this is a man named Jesus I'm talking about who gave his only begotten son that we may have the right to the truth because he loved us. Yes, it's nothing what we done or, no, or what we said. It's because of who he is. Yes, I'm so thankful today that I know him for myself. Yes, and I understand what the songwriter said, I never would have made it without him. Yes, I never would have made it without him. Yes, I'm so glad that I, I've seen that this man, King David, who, who Ecclesiastes, who had everything he wanted, and he still wasn't happy. That's just like some of us folks. Because we got a good job, live in a nice community, drive nice cars. That's, that's good to find. Or we might have a beautiful woman. That's good to find. But all that's material. That can't get you into the heaven. You have to know for yourself. You have to know for yourself. You have to, how do you know, how do I get to know Jesus? You have to spend time with him. Men, when we date a woman, we, you, in order to date a woman, you have to spend, spend some time with her. Men, women, when you want to meet a man, you got to ask him, do he know about Jesus? Not how much money he has uh, in his checking account or where he work at. Because all of that can't do nothing for you if they don't know Jesus. Because I guarantee you, sooner or later, problems going to knock on your door. But you have to know for yourself that there's somebody that's able to see me through my storm. And that's what the songwriter was expressing. He never would have made it without him. See, I already explained to you the why. In John 3, 16. And I already told you that Christ died for our sin. I sh- I'm hoping, pray that you will have a better understanding of why it's so important to know Jesus. How do I get to know him? You, again, you have to confess with your mouth. You got to believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead and thou should be saved. It's the, confe- it's the confessing that saved you. Because the truth of the matter is, I believe all, the, all of us are Christians on Sundays, but this is the only time you're spending time with Jesus. If this is the only time you're spending for Jesus, I hate to say, what are you going to do with problems arise in your life? Because, like I said, it's going to come. I'm not, I hope and pray that it don't, but sickness, death, issues, it's coming. And what are you going to equip yourself? But we see evidence. If you know about Jesus, he'll make it all right. If you know him. 
But there, there's, there's some other issues that I want to discuss. I, talk, I told you about the why. It's so important. I told you about, uh, 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 what was the other thing I told you about? Let me help me out. The how. Amen, amen. But there's a benefit I'm known about Jesus. How many of us got a job we, where we got benefits, we got health insurance, we got stock investment? That's all good. But the benefits, the benefits of knowing Jesus, what do you get? You got that promise that he would never leave you nor forsake you. That's a promise that you can count on. What are some other benefits? You got that peace that surpasses all understanding. Because when trials come in your life, you will have to have peace to get through that storm. But the only way you can have it is unless you know him. Not heard about him unless you know him for yourself. And what are some of the other benefits of knowing who Jesus is? You can have that joy. Because though the Bible says we've been made do it for a night, but joy will come in the morning. How many of us can say we have joy when we ain't been through nothing? But see, here, we, these are just some of the benefits of knowing about Jesus. My brothers and sisters, before I take my seat, I want you to understand the importance of knowing Jesus. It's not because Pastor Venice is not bringing forth the word. Believe me, he is. But do we spend time reading the word throughout the week? Do we spend time coming to Sunday school on Sundays? Or perhaps do we even go come to Wednesday night Bible study? Because it is being offered. In order to get to the next level, we have to spend some time with Jesus. Just saying we know about him ain't going to get it. You have to know him for yourself. And the only way you can get to know Jesus for yourself is, like I said, Romans 10 tonight, is confessing what saved you. My brothers and sisters, it's too many people come to church Sunday after Sunday in the choir saying, sing, and don't know Jesus. I'm not judging you. I'm just saying that's what it is. It is what it is. Because if you know Jesus, you cannot sit down on Sunday morning and act like God ain't never done nothing for you. Because he woke you up this morning. Yeah, you might have some aches and pain, but thank God that you got some pain. You may, you, you may have some serious issue, but thanks be to God that he will see you through. Because like the songwriter says, it goes on to say that he never would have made it without Jesus. That tells me he didn't say Jesus. He said the H-I-M to him. Who is the him? This is the man who sits high and looks low. Yes, who, this man named Jesus who has all power in his hand. Yeah. This man Jesus who took five loaves of bread and three fish to feed 5,000. So when Jesus asked the question uh, to his disciples, who do they say I am? And, and then they gave up a certain answer. Said, some say Jeremiah, some say Elijah. But who do you say I am? Don't you remember? If you go back to the previous verse, it talks about when he took five loaves of bread and three fish to feed 5,000. Don't you understand that why would Jesus ask this question? If he asked the question because he wanted to make sure that they knew him. But it was evidence previous that it was a relationship with them because Peter's the one who stood up. Yes, you are the Christ. See, that's, that's the difference is knowing about who Jesus is. It's so important. Don't leave out here today and not know who Jesus is. Because I want you to be prepared for when, when issues and trials come in your life. You have the essential tool, which is the word of God to stand on. Because you have the promise that he would never leave you nor forsake you. 
You got the promise that you can have unspeakable joy in the midnight hour. You got to have the promise mm, that he give you that peace. And people ask me, how were you able to preach your sister's funeral? It wasn't me. But I had peace because I knew Jesus. Not only did I know about him, but I knew him because I had a relationship. The only way I can get through my storm and my situation is unless I know who Jesus is. I'm so thankful today that I know Jesus for myself. I know what he can do. Yeah, I had money. Yes, I've been in jail. Yes, but all that don't matter. As long as I got King Jesus, I'm all right. So you can talk about me as much as you want to. But more you talk, the more I'm going down on my knees. You don't know what I've been through. You don't know my story. You don't know that I know that I know. But I know somebody. I know him for myself. I know that he can. I know that I know. How do I know? Because at the midnight hour, when I can't sleep, I call on the name of Jesus. That name is so sweet. It's better than anything I tried. The name of Jesus. I'm so glad today that I know him for myself. How do I get to know him? See, I found out a long time ago how good he was, how good he has been, and how good he is. I'm so glad today that Jesus, who sit high and looks low, that same Jesus who took me up for nothing and just cleaned me up, that same Jesus who brought me from a mighty long way. When man said I couldn't, God said I could. When they told me I will do five years in the penitentiary, that same Jesus stepped in and said, no, 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 no. That same Jesus I'm talking about. That same Jesus. He's a, he's a, he's a doctor in a sick room. That same Jesus who was my lawyer in the courtroom. That same Jesus. That same Jesus. But do you know him? Do you know him? If you don't know him, hold on. A little while out, the trouble's going to knock at your door. He knows your address. Because the, if you read the Bible, Jesus asked Satan, where are you going, Satan? Walking to and from. So if you know Satan is so busy walking to and from, what are you, what are you going to do to prepare yourself when he knock at your door? Because he walking. He coming down your street. He coming down your street. It could be sickness. It could be problems with your children. It could be problems in your marriage. But he's coming. Because you said he's walking to and from. But I want you to know today, get to know Jesus. I found out he's the best thing. You know, I've been to some wonderful places. But when I picture heaven, when I think about how good heaven would be to me, and I know that I know I don't deserve to go. But I'm so glad that I got, got my ticket. Yes. Do you have your ticket? Yes. The importance of knowing about Jesus. Yes. Like I said, I told you the why. And I told you the how. The how is the benefit. And the benefit of knowing who Jesus is. So without further ado, I don't know what else did I say. If I had to introduce him to you. I would do it just like this. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my honor to introduce a man who needs no introduction. His credits are too long to list. 
He had done the impossible time after time again. He hails out of man, man right? he was born out of a manger in Bethlehem, way by heaven. His mother is still hidden, lying in the Catholic Church today. His daddy is the author of the book of the number one bestseller of all time. He holds the world's record for feeding the greatest French fries. This man I'm talking about, he fed 5,000 and then some. This man named Jesus who can walk on water. He has a headshot on every church fan across the nation. His, even before the king of comedy, he was held the king of the kings. Yeah. Rules of the universe. He is the alpha and the omega. Yeah. He is the bright and morning star. Yeah. He is the son of Mary. Yeah. He is the great I am. Yeah. He is the, the, the rose of Sharon. Yeah. He is my mother when my mother was gone. Yeah. He is my father. But do you know him? Do you know him yeah. for yourself? I'm so glad today that I can stand here and tell you that I know him. What do you know about it? I know that he takes something like this and clean me up because I was dirty and wretched undone. But until I met Jesus one Friday afternoon, lying on the bed, I began to cry. I'm like, what's wrong with me? And I began to, uh, to get cold, I'm like something is coming on me. I said, Lord, what's, what, what's wrong with me? He said, you need to called the name of Jesus. You need to tell the folks, the preachers and the doctors and, and everybody you have come into contact with about this man named Jesus. This man named Jesus don't need no introduction. This man named Jesus who can take a situation that you think is bad, he can step right in and make it good. How do I know? Like I said earlier, once, one Wednesday morning I was in courtroom and the judge said, we're going to give you five years. And my lawyer named Jesus stepped right in. And he said, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. But my Jesus, I can remember the time, Pastor Vinny can tell you, I was on a bit of affliction. I didn't know what was wrong with me. They wouldn't let me go home, but they said I had this. They had said I had that. But my Jesus said, no, 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 no. He stepped right in on time. He's a doctor in a sick room. He's a mother to the motherless. He's a father to the fatherless. Do you know Jesus for yourself? Do you know him? I'm so glad that today I can stand and tell you about a man named Jesus, about a man who died for me and for you. This man named Jesus, he sit high and looks low. This man named Jesus is the best thing that I ever had. I tried drugs. I tried some of the finest wine, but till I tried Jesus, 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 Jesus on Mondays, Jesus on Tuesday, Jesus on Wednesday, Jesus on Thursday, Jesus on Friday, Jesus on Saturday. Early one Sunday morning, Jesus touched me with the divine touch of love, said, come up to me, oh, heavy legs. You got the right today to know this man named Jesus. It is so important that you know Jesus for yourself. All the money you have can't save you. The pretty homes that you have can't save you. The fine cars that you drive can't save you. No matter how much money you got in your bank account can't save you. But you got to know Jesus. And there's good news. He's knocking at the door. He's knocking. He extended this invitation. Yes, he is. 
You can come by letter or Christian experience, whatever the case may be, but don't leave here not knowing Jesus. Because the word of God said once knowledge is given, you are held accountable for it. So you can't say on this day that I did not introduce you to Jesus. You can't say on this day, I didn't show you the why, the how, and the benefits of knowing who he is. I, I, I'm just playing it simple. The why? Because he loved us. The how? John 3, 16. The benefits? Because he promised never to leave us nor forsake us. And I never see the righteous forsake us. He promised. So you are now held accountable for what you know. So if you admit today that you don't want to get to know him, that's on you. My job is done. It was nothing what that I said, but I show you for, for yourself in his work. I gave you the meat, the potato, and the vegetable. All you have to do is just chew it.